Flotsam, a role-playing series about rats surviving in a mysterious sinking city. As far as Reg knows, Enid and Vern have disappeared. He must now face the demon, trying to trick it into the cage that the Starlings built. He has his own homemade disruptor device, 50 ember crystals and the help of the tappers, and something is coming up out of the darkness. Episode 23, The Cage and the Chains. Something coming in! Uh, it's us, it's us, says Scour. It's all right! And Scour manages to pull himself up the stairs, followed by Enid and Vern. Oh, thank goodness. Oh. Reg, you immediately see that Vern does not look in a good way. Vern, what happened? Oh, the, the, the dark. Oh. I'm not sure we have time. I'm not sure we have time. What's going on here, yeah. Reg? Uh, this took the, I took pictures of the this pattern here. Took it to the Starlings. They built this. If we can get... The- you hear a brief explosion in the distance, as if somebody's just dropped an ember. Tappers are luring the demon back here. If we can get it in the cage, that rope will shut the door on it. And then another one and a shout. It should contain it. This thing might stun it a bit. And then a scream. Right, what can we do? Well, I don't know, but I was hoping that you and Enid would maybe be able to separate Elwood's spirit. Right, it, I mean, I, maybe, but that doesn't sound like the immediate problem, he says as the noises are getting louder and you hear another smashing of ember. First things first, we need to get the demon in the cage. Right, what do you need? Then we pull the rope. Uh, be ready with some embers. If if you can all grab an ember and throw them into the cage, smash them in the cage when it comes in. That's Jeanette from below. I scrabble over and grab an ember. There's little piles of ember all around the room. Is Vern in a condition where he could do this? You are in whatever condition you choose, actually. As I said, you have locked okay. away some memories, but you're not somnambulant. You're you're not out of it in any way. You've just locked away some memories, and you won't look okay. at them right now. In which case, yeah, Vern will sort of give himself a mental slap, as it were, realise the gravity of what's happening in the, in the here and now, and uh, scrabble around and grab an ember. The next thing you know, Stump is through the door at a rate of knots, and as he comes through the door, ready! Uh, and as he falls through the door, um, he throws an ember back out down the stairs, um, <laughs> and you, you, you hear an explosion of, of light, and you hear a, a shout from out there, Gwen's voice somewhere in the tunnels, some steel on steel. They brought friends, says Stump. I pull the hat pin out of my hat. <laughs> Vern will draw his saber if he's uh, still got it on him. Uh, he doesn't, I'm afraid. Okay. He, has, he has the rags of his uniform upon him, and that's it. Stump picks himself up. You hear fighting, you hear clattering, you hear somebody scream again. You hear a squeal from somebody else. You hear Gwen shout angrily, No! And some clattering again, and then all of a sudden, rushing into the room is a rat that is spitting phlegm and foam and raging. Its eyes are red, and it's lashing out towards the person nearest the door. That's likely to be Stump, actually, but Vern, you're relatively close as well. I think at this point, Vern will look at Reg considering he seems to have sort of taken command in terms of the plan. <laughs> okay, this is not the demon that you saw. This is a red-eyed rat. Okay. So Stump's engaged with it, isn't he? Stump has picked up his club and is trying to beat it around the head. Okay, in which case Vern is going to put down, put very carefully put down his ember um, and then go and try to punch this thing in the back of its head while it's scrabbling around with Stump. Reg is going to try to spin up the disruptor and give a, uh, give the uh, the possessed 
rat, a quick burst. Vern, let's have a roll from you then, please. Okay. This is my first punch, so can I still have that? <laughs> no, this is not a situation of breaking the silence to make violence. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> um, Alright, just a general roll, or do I forgot a target? Just a general roll, you're rolling against somebody else. Okay. Oh, nat, nat 10. Excellent. Vern leaps from his uh, lack of attention and seizes this thing by the, the back of the head, cracks its head off a nearby table, and it passes out even before oh. Reg has got a time to get this thing up to speed. Oh, well done. Oh, that feels better. Oh, seems like his old self already. There is another one coming up the stairs, however. It looks like Gwen has got it by the heel, but it's scrabbling its way up into the room, spitting at you. I'll swing the disruptor around to cover it. You swing the disruptor around to cover it. As you do, you realise that this one is familiar to you. This is Jeanette. Oh. OK, right, well, give give Jeanette a burst of the disruptor. <laughs> Screw you, Jeanette. Uh, well... <laughs> you trigger the disruptor. Let's see. Um, you rolled very well in making it. It's not really an effort of your will. It's a targeting thing. So OK. You pull the trigger on the disruptor. There is a shockwave around the room for a moment, and the figure just drops. And then there's Jeanette on the floor just breathing heavily, with Gwen still trying to flail and hold her down. Is she all right? Is she... I'm okay. I'm okay. I'm okay. I'm okay. Oh, I like it works. that. It's just behind me, says Gwen. <laughs> Clever boy. Give him another one. Draws the sword and stands there. It's coming up the stairs. But- the big one. You didn't need to ask that question. You can hear for yourself that there is something large clattering through the tunnel down there. You hear a rasping on stone. You hear the wood of the stairs uh, shudder. And there is a increasingly red light coming up the stairs. And people are bracing themselves. You can feel the. it's as if the embers in this room are dimming very slightly in its presence. And there is a, a vibration around the place, which I suppose feels a little bit like the disruptor itself. Everything is yeah. slightly trembling and this thing is coming upstairs slowly, implacably. I want to aim the disruptor at the floor but keep it spun up and wait for my moment. At the moment, Mm -hmm. Reg, you are standing between the door and the cage. Uh, That's not a good place to be. (laughs) Uh, I will sidle over. um, To leave a path between the door and the cage. Uh, Now might be a good time to chuck the embers. All right, who's holding an ember and who wants to throw it? I've got one. I'll give it a lob. We do need a roll for this because if mm-hmm. you mess it up, you won't get it in the right place and things will go badly. So uh, go uh, for it. Um, uh, throwing stuff has worked so well for this group on, so far. Hang on. <laughs> I know. It's a relatively <laughs> big target, um, so your difficulty is six for this. Okay. While um, Millie's checking her notes, if there was if there was time while this all, all this was hanging on, uh, going on, sorry, um, Vern would have bent back down to pick up the ember he put down to go fight. That's fine. Everybody else is being cleared off to the side. Nine! Quick as a flash, Enid flicks the stone towards the ember. It leaves a hand like she's skimming it uh, across a pond, and it smashes into the ember in the cage, and there is a burst which throws you all back. Uh, And there are particles hanging in the air around you, wisps of smoky gold. Vern, you can probably, you knew which what was coming, you can raise your hand to throw it. It looks like the ember that Enid threw broke, and two or three more broke, but it didn't cause the whole lot to go up or anything like that. Okay, uh, is, how's the demon's behaviour changed after that first explosion? You can still hear it coming up the stairs. Okay, uh, I probably, I think, still look to Reg. What do you need, Reg? Another one? 
let's just wait and see what it does. That might be enough. All right. Takes a couple of steps up the stairs. Silas is quite close to the door. Gwen is quite close to the other side of the door, and the two of them are looking at Reg and then looking at the creature. Back off, back off. They back off. And then the light in the door is blocked. There is red gold light sort of spilling out, but in front of that is the silhouette of the rat itself. It is tall, it is twisted, the limbs are all at the wrong angles. It's having to hunch down to get through the doorway. It's battering at the lintel of the doorway. The stone is falling away as its fingers touch it. The stone is crumbling almost like tree roots do to stone. It shoulders its way into the room. Everybody is kind of hugging the floor, just trying to stay down out of it, trying to stay out of its way. And it sweeps its eyes blazing red across the room. Uh, It sees the cage. It sees the ember. It takes two steps forward. It looks at Reg. (laughs) (laughs) And takes a step towards Reg and extends a hand. Bring up the disruptor. Let's see if you're fast enough. Uh, (laughs) Oh no. Go Reg. Oh my goodness. Can I use my death or glory? You could use your death or glory. The number that you have to hit here is seven. In this circumstance, I'm going to give you a plus three. Thank you. Oh, I've rolled a two. <laughs> Reg tries to bring up the disruptor to fire it at the creature, but he is too slow. He starts to bring it up, starts to move his hand to the slider. As he does so, the hand seizes him. It reaches out. It's got a much bigger reach than he realised. It just leans forward, seizes him by the head, slaps the disruptor out of his hand with the other hand, picks him up and starts dragging him towards him while looking. It's not really paying attention to Reg now. Reg is sort of kicking and screaming, hanging from its hand as it looks around the room at the rest of you. Oh no, go get it, somebody get it. I'm gonna to scramble towards the disruptor. Vern will be straight into um do like the, the bear hug thing around the back of uh, the demon rat. Uh, like one hand round the neck and the other sort of round its chest to wrestle him, like pull him backwards. Demon wrestling one oh one. Let's have a roll for how effective you are oh, on that. God. Okay. With a six you can seize it. Um, yep. And any number you get above that will be how effective you are being at seizing it. Okay, do I get anything for standing firm? I think you should, yeah. I think you can have a plus two for that. Okay. So six, so four or better. Come on. Oh, uh, so natural nine, so seven. Uh, sorry, no, natural na- seven, so nine. Vern flings himself forward and wraps himself around the demon from behind. And strangely, well, you've got it, you've seized it, but you can feel the shapes across your chest and across your arms start to burn as you do so. Not in a painful way, but in a way that radiates heat. And the monster momentarily just spasms. It's just shocked by this, by what you're doing to it, and drops Reg. Staggers back, trying to push you towards the wall as you're grabbing at it. It's like the shapes on your skin are having some sort of effect on it. If this doesn't feel painful and not necessarily painful warmth i will just hold tight it feels painful to you it feels scolding to you but you are somehow absolutely certain that it's doing more damage to it than it is to you reg will scramble towards the disruptor well enid is already there um so at the moment just to lay out what's happening in the room because i know it's a bit difficult to visualize you have the door which is mostly smashed (laughs) you have a path from the door which leads directly to the open mouth of the trap in front of the trap you have the mandala 
Just in front of the Mandala, you have Enid on the floor grabbing the disruptor. Behind Enid, so not on that path, off to one side, you have Vern wrapped around the demon who has pulled the demon off that sort of main path. Uh, Reg is on the floor by the door, recovering himself, and the others are around the walls advancing. Enid, you have grabbed the disruptor. If you fire it at the demon now, you will be blasting it into the wall rather than into the cage. Okay. How far do I have to go to get the right angle on it? Well, the trouble is it's now got its back to Vern and to a wall, so it's actually going to be pretty difficult. You can try, but I think you're going to be hunting for a good position. You're you're going to have to rely on the others to push it into the right place, Mm -hmm. really. Um, So if you hug the wall here, try and back off and hide under a Mm -hmm. table or something like that, maybe that'll be the best thing to do rather than just randomly fire it off. She's got no idea what this does. She just <laughs> knows that... You can absolutely fire it off if Reg, you want. Um, I, think, I think she would look at, at Reg. How do I... I don't know what this is. <laughs> Reg will run towards her rather than tr- attempt to explain. <laughs> uh, I'll, I'll hand it to him. As you are deciding what to do between the two of you, Gwen has engaged with the creature and is attacking it full on with the sword, trying to stab at it, trying to knock it back, knock it sideways. Stump has also joined her and they're both trying to sort of beat it away from the wall, trying to get it out into the open. Uh, Let's see how effective they are. Oh dear. Stump just tripped over some of the piles of ember and has gone (laughs) gone flat on his face at the demon's feet. And the demon accidentally stomps on him as it goes past. Uh, Gwen... It's really not paying attention. She's stabbing out at it with the sword. It doesn't even really seem to notice that. It seems to be really focused on what Vern is doing to it. It seems to be in a bit of distress, actually, with what Vern is doing to it. I think depending on sort of how their strength are matching up against each other, if Vern can see that this is causing it real damage, he'll be trying to use this, pushing off anything he can to start pushing or dragging it into the centre of the room towards the cage. Well, to be clear, Vern is off his feet. This thing is taller than him. You've kind of, you're uh, kind of okay. hugging it round the neck and, and, and round the body. You've had to leap up to, to get purchased. Ride it, it like a pony! Yeah, it's like <laughs> the old rodeos. But you could kick off against the wall and try and push it forward. Yeah, if I'm close enough to the wall, absolutely, I'll try and just push it into the push it away from the wall. So let's have a, a roll, and this roll will not only be kicking it forward, it'll be holding on for grim death. Okay. Uh... This is an opposed roll. You have a plus two for this for Touched by the Lady of Chains. Ooh, do I get anything for... St- am I still standing firm, or is that past now? No, no, that's, okay. that's past, really. Okay. Oh, oh. nat 10 to 12. <laughs> Wow, oh my word. Get a load of the legs on him. <laughs> my goodness. It is incredibly strong and you feel at any moment it's going to burst free of this bonds you've got around it. So you tighten your grip as much as you possibly can. It's really, it's cracking at your sinews now. It's really, every every muscle in you is straining. But you kick out as powerfully as you can and just by chance you get just the right angle kick and the two of you are thrust forward into the path, pretty much into the middle of the mandala. Reg glance to Enid, try to save Elwood and bring up the disruptor. Give it a full blast. No pressure. <laughs> Reg, uh, yeah, let's see how you, well you perform under fire. Uh, I, I think I can't use death or glory again, can I? Not really, think... because it's not your death. This is Vern's death. Which <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah, no pressure, Reg. Just saying. I'll just, I'll just <laughs> What's my target? To hit it with the disruptor at all, you have a target of six. To knock it into exactly the right spot in the cage, a target of nine. Okay. Oh, that's a four. Mm. 
you bring up the disruptor, but the two are just struggling too much in front of you, and you, you fire, and it just spins off into the floor, making the particles dance. Yeah, it's going to take a bit of time for it to get up to speed again. Uh, so okay. you've got a, a few seconds waiting. So who's nearest to me? Enid is, isn't, isn't she? Yes. Help me hold it steady. Enid, are you going to help him? Uh, I'm going to help him, but while I'm kind of just letting him manoeuvre me into where I'm most useful, but while I'm doing it, I'm, I'm kind of running over in my head what he said about the opposite of certain patterns, and I'm trying to imagine the pattern that I saw on the floor inverted and, like, mentally push that image out towards the creature. You do that. Vern, you are struggling with this creature. You are wrapped around it. It's bouncing you about. Your head gets cracked off the ceiling at one point. And at about this point, Gwen and Jeanette both charge at it from the direction of the door, from beside Reg and beside Enid. They just charge forward, trying to use their bodies to fling it towards the cage. Let's see how effective they are. Oh, Gwen's done all right. Uh, Gwen shoulder barges into it. Let's see about Jeanette. Oh. <laughs> she just skids and crashes down onto the ground. Jeanette is drunk. Absolutely no effect whatsoever. But Gwen shoulder barges the thing, and it's now taken probably three, four steps closer to the cage door. Gwen is now in the way of the disruptor, but that might not matter. How many uh, steps are we from the cage now? Now Gwen has shoulder-barged it over, it's staggered a couple of steps forward. Uh, it really needs to fall full length to be in the cage, so about seven, eight feet. If I'm with it enough to see Reg and Enid so fumbling around with the disruptor, spot obviously Gwen coming for this charge and then be in the way and just attempt to shout, Gwen, move! You you succeed in that. Let's have another <laughs> roll to see whether you can carry on clinging, shall we? Okay. Cling! Cling! Uh, have I still got my plus two for Lady the Chains? Yep. Okay. Oh, uh, eight, so ten. Oh, wow. Again, your limbs are really under massive pressure here. It, it almost breaks free, but you just managed to wrestle it down, and it's like you get the distinct feeling that it is feeling burning pain from the cross across your chest and from the chains on your wrists. Um, so you just bear down and it gripping, and it's you feel it might actually be tiring a little bit now. It's lashing out, and it's, it's screaming. It seems to have lost any semblance of rational thought because of the pain that's that's excised into it here. So, uh, so yeah, you have it staggering in the mandala. Reg, I think it might be ready. Um, Gwen has heard the shout from Vern and has taken a, a couple of steps back, but it looks like she's going to have another attempt to charge it any minute. Enid, it's up to speed. Help me, help me point it the right way. It's vibrating like crazy in, in our hands. I'm, I'm kind of helping him steady it, but still mentally picturing that thing. Oh, God. No! Reg! <laughs> it's the Kindlers all over again! Reg takes one step forward. Enid helps him, supports him, firms up the two of them, very carefully get into line. Reg pulls the slider back and something shatters and the thing just spins to pieces in his hands. And you're left with just pieces raining on the floor. No! Well, that can't be good. No, says Gwen and just turns and runs at it. Come on, Gwen. Okay, that knocks it another th three feet forward, and she's basically struggling at it, pushing it, trying to to shove it any further in. Stump manages to pull himself to his feet, picks up his club, and starts approaching it as well. It lashes out. Let's see how it does. Oh, it lashes out, but only succeeds in smashing one of the embers on the floor, which explodes, momentarily stunning it. 
Enid will take that moment to pull out her hat pin and just charge straight towards it. Yay! <laughs> You've gone a burn. <laughs> Reggie's going to run towards the ropes. Together, Enid and Stump charge at the creature where Gwen is pushing and shoving at it and desperately trying to kick it forward and Vern is still riding on its back. Enid, make me a roll. Nine. Oh, Enid leaps in. The thing is staggering because of the sudden influx of ember. Enid and Stump hit it at the same moment. Stump cracks it on the knee that's closest to the cage. Enid stabs it in the side with her hat pin. It shrieks and tumbles over as Gwen gives it as big a shove as she can. She falls flat on the ground at its feet. It tumbles forward into the cage with Vern on its back. And it and Vern are lying in the cage now. Its feet are still out of the cage and Gwen is sort of on its legs. Oh my goodness. So if I were to shut the door now, it wouldn't close? If you were to shut the door now, its legs would be outside the door and Vern would be on the inside of the door. <laughs> yeah. Can Vern get out if he uh, if the door is shut? Because it's like... A... No. Vern cannot get out if the door is shut. Okay. I will hold. Waiting. <laughs> is, is Vern uh, this sensing anything? You know, you talked about these locked away memories. Am I sensing anything at the moment other than feeling these sort of branded chains warm up? You're not feeling any memories. You're more concentrating on keeping yourself from not falling off and not dying. I think, knowing what he knows and what he's done before, Vern is just going to shout, Do it, Reg, now! Get clear! Get clear first! I will stab the bottom of this thing's foot with the hat pin. <laughs> oh. I want to make it do the work for us. Vern, out! You stab it in the foot? Yeah, right uh, in the sole. The okay. tickly bit. I'm oh. going to let you do that, given that it's effectively prone. Um, Gwen scrambles backwards, desperately trying to shove the other foot up into the cage. The two of you have managed to get the feet into the cage, and you're currently basically having to... Well, Gwen is basically holding it there, looking at Reg. Um, so, Enid, the scene for you. There is a cage, a geodesic dome-type cage. Inside it is a pile of ember. On top of that is the creature scrabbling about. On its back, still arms locked around its chest, is Vern clinging on for grim death. Its feet are now inside. Gwen is, is sort of pushing and battering at its feet to try and keep it from kicking the feet out. That's the scene. Reg, you could pull the rope. It's up to you, Enid. I think you're going to have one action first. I will lean my arm in, like, grip onto the side of the cage as much as I can and lean an arm in to grab Vern's arm. Uh, his arms are very, very busy. Um, you might be able to grab his feet. All right, I'll grab his foot. Let go! Vern, are you going to let go or are you going to carry on gripping? He will look back... Again, and I think at this point, given how tired the, the demon feels and that it's prone and people are all in position, he will let Enid try and just pull him out. So he's going to, like in one in one move, he will let go of the monster and simultaneously sort of push himself away, going with the motion of Enid pulling on his mm -hmm. foot and just as a rat would, not really caring which way up they are, just scatter and scramble out the um, door if he can. That doesn't quite happen yet. Gwen shouts, Now, Reg! Reg! Are you going to pull the rope? I'm going to wait for Vern to get clear. Okay. You fools! This is delicate. You fools! This, this is delicate. <laughs> I would like a roll from all three of you. I would like a roll from Vern to make the leap and get out successfully. I'd like a roll from Enid first to aid him. 
Mm -hmm. I would like a roll for Reg, mm -hmm. which is all about timing. Timing. So, okay. Enid, if you can roll first, please. Okay. Um, your target number, uh, you need to be seven or above to be effectively <laughs> helping Vern. And the I'm more you roll, sure the more you help anything. him. You've weathered many a storm. You've <laughs> you don't do that by not being able to pull put people by the foot. Exactly. Yeah. Off demons. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All the time. I think uh, this no. may be a first, Reenid. <laughs> so let's see what happens. <laughs> oh, it's ah, a yes! ten. <laughs> it's a ten. Okay. I love we'll, this die. We'll deal with the results of that in a moment. Vern, would you like to make your roll? No. <laughs> Used up all the good ones. Uh, have I got any traits? I don't. I'm not a survivaler. Survivally, standing firm. I do I get anything for Lady the? Ch no, I don't. Just roll, Jay. <laughs> oh, oh, it went on the floor. Hang on. Confirm. That was Eight. where it landed. Eight. Eight. Okay. Reg, let's see if you mess this up oh. for everybody. Oh God, it's all on me. Just pull the rope. It's not hard. I've it's a four. It's a four. Okay, that is good because it's not a one. <laughs> for a change. <laughs> what happens in sequence is this. Enid stretches forward to try and grab Vern's legs and actually manages to grab both of his legs, one each hand, and she gives him a tug at the, exactly the same moment as he pushes back, releasing himself from the demon. The demon flails out, turns, strikes, desperately tries to claw its way forward. It's clearly realised what's happening. It's raging. Gwen is battering at it with her sword, trying to, to keep its legs inside the cage as Vern explodes over the top of her and out into the <laughs> room, at which point Reg starts to look about thinking about pulling the, the rope but he's still not quite clear whether Vern is free and the creature turns and starts raging towards the entrance and Reg tries to pull the rope uh, and he manages to pull the rope and the, the cage starts to close and at that point the demon lashes out Gwen shrieks and falls back the door crashes downwards closes the door is shut it's raging at the cage and as it does so you can feel the pulse of the emitters around the outside of the cage kick in you can hear them whirring you can hear that pulse sort of pick up as the contacts of the door connect the circuit and you feel this trembling vibration radiate out through the place and it's it's blanketing it in a, a sort of treacly sound it means that everything suddenly goes muffled for a moment and it's like the creature is being draped in amber or something like that it's it's waves of of, of liquid sound envelop it and it slows and it gradually just stops moving and everything is humming with this low vibrating pulse and the thing is just caught there like a fly in ember. Vern will sit oh, down on God, the floor. Works. Can I mentally reach out and see if Elwood? You can is Gwen try. Okay? You might have to touch the thing to do that, Enid, but you can try. Gwen is bleeding. She's on the floor, bleeding quite badly. I want to reach out without touching it and see if Elwood's still in there. You get a bit closer to the cage and you reach up a hand. Um, make me a roll, please. Your target mm. number is eight. With any modifiers for medium? Uh, yeah, plus two for medium. Okay. Five. Oh. Oh. Okay, you reach out a hand, but the, the power of this projected pattern coming from this trap, this cage, is, is too much. It's dampening everything. You, you really can't 
concentrate or feel everything. It's like it's like your teeth are buzzing slightly with, mm. with just this feeling in the air, and it really is, is blanketing everything. It's actually making it hard to hear in here as well. It, it's, it's like you're in a slight zone of not absolute silence, but everything is muted and muffled. So does this have to stay on now? What happens if it stops? Yeah, it'll get out. Oh. Can you help, help, me, help me with Gwen? She's hurt. I'll run over to see what I can do to help. You see to Gwen's wound. It's not fatal, it's nasty, but it's going to be healable. You have a creature in a cage. As long as that cage is powered, you think you're going to be okay with that. What you can do with it now, where you can put it, that's something you might have to answer another day. (laughs) However, some hours later, you emerge from the caves out into the yards. It's the small hours of the morning with you are Scour and Gwen. She's hurt, she's bandaged. With you is Mr Peabody as well, and Stump. They don't often come out here, but it feels like a really good time to get a bit of air and maybe sit and have a drink somewhere. Yeah. The dock is quiet now, but there are barriers in different places. There are the remnants as if there's been some sort of skirmish fight here on the docks you can see blood on the cobbles here the reason it's cleared uh, the messages have already gone out from the tappers up to the kindlers to say that this is dealt with this is over it's not something you have had to do yourselves the word is already out there the houses are locked up there are very few people on the streets you stagger your way through the street towards the drop of dew to be met by the door by gentry ah hello there He's bleeding from a wound beneath his eye. We've had quite an evening of it over here. How's your evening been? Oh, it's been ever so quiet. Very boring, in fact. I'm so glad you came to spice things up. I'd, uh... What happened, Gentry? I'd keep it down a bit, he says, leaning forward. And he, 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 he nods. They're still dealing with some of the results around the corner there. And you see, round the corner from the inn, there is a gaggle of Kindler guards. There are some bodies on the floor there, and they still seem to be picking them up, nursing them. Our friend took a... Well, we've lost one or two. Did you mean Arthur? Nods. And the Kindler guards pick up the figure from the ground on a stretcher, rise up, um, and they haven't covered the body or anything. It's there, still wearing armour. And it goes past you, and Gwen, sort of swaying next to you, sees the figure and screams and just runs forward and collapses over it. And you realise what you've seen for the past few hours. Arthur's movements, his voice, everything. Their brother and sister, perhaps. I think Vern will step forward and put an arm round Gwen and just say, I'm sorry. And I think we'll end it there. Why? Why, Why, though? Why, though? Oh, wow. End of season. We hope you enjoyed this season. As ever, we had great fun making it. If you'd like to hear more of the adventures of Vern, Enid and Reg, then please get in touch. Flotsam is a game by me, Ian Thomas. Our players are Amelia Tyler, Chris Payne and Jay Britton. Editing was by Ian. Sound effects were by Ian with help from the lovely people at Freesound. And the music was composed by Ian. You can find out more about us and about the game at the website flotsam.city.